past events, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 50, titled Eternal Life. We read in 2 Corinthians 5, verses 19 through 21, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are, therefore, Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Now let's slowly examine John chapter 5, verse 24. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. Truly, truly, when in scripture we read a word written twice, like truly, truly, or verily, verily, there is an extra emphasis, like most assuredly, applied to what follows. He who hears my word. To hear in this place does not mean the outward act of hearing, but to receive in a proper manner, to impress on the mind, to obey. The word hear is often used in scripture in this sense. Many people outwardly hear the gospel who neither understand nor obey it. My word, or my doctrine, my teaching, all that Jesus taught about himself, as well as about the Father, is his word. Believes him who sent me. Believes the Father, who in the plan of redemption is represented as sending his Son to save men. Let's have a look at John 3:16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Belief and faith in God, who sent his Son, is here represented as being connected with eternal life. But there can be no faith in him who sent his Son, without faith also in him who is sent. The belief of one of the true doctrines of faith is connected with, and will also lead to, the belief of all. Has everlasting life. The state of us all, by nature, is represented as death in sin. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 declares, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. Faith brings life. The dead don't regard anything. They are unaffected by anything. They hear neither the voice of truth nor the tread of the living over their graves. The same with sinners. They are unmoved with the things of faith. They do not hear the voice of God. They do not see his love or awesomeness. They do not care about his warnings. But faith is life. The Christian lives with God and feels and acts with the knowledge of God. Faith and its blessings here and hereafter are one and the same. 
The happiness of heaven is living for God, being sensible of his presence and glory and power and rejoicing in that. There shall be no more death there. Revelation 21 verse 4 makes it clear that this life or this faith, whether on earth or in heaven, is the same. The same joys extended and expanded forever. So, when a man is converted, it is said that he has everlasting life. Not merely shall have, but is already in possession of that life or happiness which shall be everlasting. He has already entered on his inheritance. That inheritance is everlasting. Okay, back to John 5 verse 24 does not come into judgment. John 3.18 tells us that Christ's shed blood on the cross was the full and final payment for the sin of every man. But the criteria for salvation is, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. And how we praise God that he who believes in him is not judged nor condemned. Verse 18, he that believes on him is not condemned. But he that does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed on the name of the only begotten Son of God, but has passed from death unto life, has passed from a state of spiritual death to the life of the Christian. It implies that he has done it voluntarily, and that the passage is made unto everlasting life. Because Christ is the author of this life in the soul, he is called the life in John 1.4. And as he has always existed and is the source of all life, he is the true God and eternal life. In 1 John 5 verse 20 we read, We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true by being in his son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Now let's read John chapter 5 verse 24 again. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. God set in motion his amazing plan of redemption to save mankind from eternal separation from himself. God gave us a free will to make our own choices and to choose our own destiny. But as a demonstration of the amazing love that God has for Adam's fallen race, he sent his only begotten son into the world so that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. John 10 verse 28 says, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. <laughs>